As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I've got the incredible Laura Workman on. Hey, Laura, what's up? Hey, Megan. I'm so happy to have you on. So Laura and I met, we're going to have to like go back and forth to get this straight. We met in April of 2022, right? Yep, we did. Yeah, we met in April in Florida at a live event. Laura and I were in the same like mastermind, kind of like mastermind style program. And there was one live event that was associated with it. And I think we stepped beside each other. I was just going to say, I saw the snazzy woman in the room and came and sat right next to you. We were partners. Yeah. I think we did. Mm -hmm. I think we were sitting beside each other for like the first part of the day or the second part of the day. I don't remember, but we really hit it off. And I actually remember one of the things that we really connected on and it was faith. It was like, we're both Christians and we really connected on faith and not that I was like planning to go in that direction on the call, but this is, and I was actually thinking about this this morning. Um, when I was getting ready, I was doing some reading. I was even thinking about this before I went to the gym, I go to the gym at eight 30 and I was reflecting on just some of the, ch- the personal challenges I've had in the coaching and expert industry and how you're nodding your head, you know, exactly what I'm talking about here, but I have Mm -hmm. found it not easy to be a woman of faith and a Christian in the coaching online expert space, because it just seems like lots of people are not necessarily don't necessarily believe the same thing, which is totally fine, but I have found that very challenging. Have you? Okay, so I would actually take that one step further. I have found that to be challenging, but also when you mix into it that you're a high achiever and you're constantly wanting to, you know, meet this next sales target and do this and do this and do this, it's that, you know, for me personally, I started my business for a reason. I I was devoted to take my God-given talents and bring them to the world and help in, in a way that it was very uncomfortable for me. However, I do feel that one of the, you know, things I reflect on is that the devil kind of will work through me sometimes because I'm extremely competitive. I want to have that seven figure business within three months and, and, you know, get on board with all of the hype and be the number one. And there's multiple times that I have had to just calm the noise, reduce the noise for a moment get back to the why and why I started the company, get back to my Bible, bring God back as, you know, the COO, CEO, whatever role he is going to play in it so that I can, um, you know, do what I intended to do. That's what I have found to be my biggest challenge. And if you don't have a lot of people to connect with, it's just like with you and I, it's, you know, it's that accountability, right? So it's like, Laura, get back to, you know, what are you focused on? What, you know, are you working on your devotions? And are you, you know, are you staying true to the plan and to what he intends for you? So that's been my challenge a little bit. 
Have you ever struggled with, you know, scrolling around on social media? Look, you and I are both on social media every day. We're each making posts. We're sharing. We're talking about our businesses. We're connecting with people. We're on social media at, you know, every single day, whether it's for business or it's socially passing the time, using it for entertainment. Have you ever dipped into comparing yourself or where you're at in your business journey, or even your personal life based on all the things that we see people talking about on social media? Because I have certainly struggled with, why am I not further along? Am I doing something wrong? Am I just like, you know, am I just not destined to be that successful, quote unquote, like whatever that is in my mind? Is that something that you've struggled with too? Absolutely. We all have at different times. And honestly, like I I feel that's where that negative energy, that's where the devil's working through us. You know, it's funny too, because I didn't, in the beginning, I I used to hear like imposter syndrome and you're going to have this and you're going to have that. And I was, you know, when I was starting to build the business to meet what I felt like was the expectations of the industry and the success plan, that's when I did not feel in alignment. And I really struggled with that because let's be real. You and I both know this. You see the glamorous side of it online and it's like, okay, let's talk about the crap. You were up at two in the morning. You were doing this. You're doing that. You're not working five hours a week and surfing in the middle of the ocean and all this good jazz. That's where I would find the challenge where I'm like, oh my word, I am working 50, 60 hours a week right now. I'm learning, I'm delivering, I'm selling, I'm trying to make a difference. And then that's where I would say like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. You know, maybe, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I acted upon my own impulse and what I thought I could do. And that's where I, it's just that conflicting thing where it's like, no, I came back to, I'm doing this because I'm serving. And when I just focus on that, I'm a servant in this situation and my position, it's crazy how I just shut down the noise. And you know, this, even with programs that I've been in, I'm like, nope, I can't, I'm going to step out for just a moment. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to apply what I've learned. Megan, every time I do that, something magical happens in my business and my life. Every time. I just told you, we just signed a new client and I just had my ideal client that I've been talking with for a while that I'm so excited to write their proposal and talk about their program. I have been so focused for the last four to six weeks on just personal things and getting through them. I have not put an emphasis on sales since the start of like my life having this last transition. We have brought on now four new clients, four new ideal clients. Girl, that's 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 not me. You know, that's that's how he's working through our businesses. If I would have stayed stuck on watching social media and thinking I need to constantly do this, I need to constantly sell, I need to constantly pitch, I need to send people DMs, all of that, I would not even have been able to attract ideal clients in a time that I needed to lean back a little bit. So yeah. I get you. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about leaning back. I think, so you have leaned back. Did you lean back for a period of time, like this calendar year, or did you multiple times? I mean, obviously I've shared with you that I like completely pivoted my business from what it was the last five years to what it has looked like this year. 
And I really took a step back from the hyper selling and launching in 2021. And I just felt off. And the best way I can describe what off felt like to me, I started noticing in myself that I was having feelings of anger, frustration, and resentment. And I was having it around just my client base in general. So it wasn't like like one particular person. It was just the whole thing. And like that was part of it for me. And I was like, if I'm angry, resentful, and frustrated with my clients and the work that I'm doing with them, and it was largely that it wasn't that they weren't good enough. It was the it was the work I was doing with them. It was the way in which I was working with people. It was what I was helping them on. And that went on for a while. And part of what also I think like bothered me a little bit in turn, this is internal for me. It was because I'm, you know, you and I are both helping people in the category of business. And so much of what I've seen online for the last 10 years from the business coaching uh, category, it's like everybody's talking about how much money they're making, how much money their client made today, how big their launch was. And every single, and I used to do that too. I'm not saying I didn't do it. I did it. I would talk about like, I made X number of dollars in 10 days. Come find out how I did it. Um, I would talk about how much money I'd made in a year. And a part of me felt so, it felt so wrong to me. Not that I'm saying other, it's wrong for other people to do it. It felt wrong when I was doing it. It just felt totally out of alignment. And I was like, but I thought I had to do it. Like I thought, well, I have to say that because nobody's going to think that I'm any good or that's what people are buying. So I, I guess I need to weave that into all of my messaging. And it finally just like caught up with me and I couldn't do it anymore. I literally stopped launching. I stopped actively selling. I still had some degree of a presence out there. I didn't like completely disappear, but you want to talk about like not having as good of a financial year. I think I made like 35% less in 2022 than 2021, but because I did that and I couldn't figure out, you know, you use the word trust. I could, it's like, I couldn't figure out what was the next best thing for me to say yes to, because there was so much noise and almost like so much internal clutter. I would say it was internal clutter more than anything. And that leaning back, and I did for a while, I mean, it was months. It was like the real truth had to come through. And I knew it was inside of me, but I was looking too much outside of me. I was looking too much at the world to guide me on the path that I was supposed to go on to quote unquote, grow my business. And it just never fully felt right. What was your experience like? Cause you just said like you leaned back as well. And I think a lot of us have been going through this process in the last like 18 months. Do you want to share what Like, why did you lean back? What did you discover when you were leaning back? What shifted for you when you did the lean back? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I I think, and that was great for you to share, Megan. I, for me, the lean back approach is, is me. And, you know, it comes, it comes back to first and foremost with sales and putting yourself out there. And for me, I have grown my business a hundred percent organically. I haven't invested in marketing. I don't do paid ads, none of that. So it literally comes down to Laura showing up, learning how to share my convictions and learning how to share 
you know, the, my purpose and how I help clients. So the challenge, like the lean back aspect of it for me, where I was getting the most stuck is it sounds hilarious, but it's writing the content, writing the copy. I and, would, okay. And I remember we talked yes. about this at that event in April and that was like your big question. I think it was, one yeah. of, it was mine too in our hot uh-huh. seat. I I re- okay. I remember really, this in April. Yeah. It was content. Yep. Okay. If I am, you know, we're all knit in this, our our own special way. If I try to fit myself into a box to where I share the right sales copy and the hooks and things like that, I literally shut down. I can't even like, it doesn't come out. You can look at, go look at my social media. I stopped for a month because I was like, there's no words coming out at this moment. And, and that's okay. And that's where I say like the lean back approach, because It would stop me in my tracks if I did not feel in alignment with this is who I am showing up. This is how I support businesses. This is what I do. I can't do the rinse and repeat situation and stick my sales hook in there. So for me, really, you know, I can talk about how I broke through it. And also in general, what I had found is my approach, I love talking about bringing on new clients. Absolutely. I, I sell high ticket offers. That's exciting. To me, I literally find the higher the ticket offer, the more impact that I make. So if I'm closing an offer for $50,000, I literally, Megan, in my heart, I'm like, man, do you know how much of an impact I'm going to make? Because for me, I help business owners to structure their teams, build it out and their service-based organizations. So when I'm able to get in there and work with multiple leaders, multiple businesses, that's multiple impacts that they're able to make on their ideal clients, that's how I serve and that's how I make an impact in the world. So when I was really struggling with, okay, I hit this sales goal or hit this sales goal, when I had talked about in the original part of the conversation, that's where that high achiever, that little gremlin comes out of me. And it's like, I did 500,000. I did a million. I'm going to do this. And that number continued to stick. And that's where I would get competitive. And then that's where I would go inside to be like, well, wait a minute, what's happening? What I had found is my lean back is Nope, it has to come from me. I'm a very, you know, I'm very personable. I value authentic relationships. Um, I value showing up that way. That's how I deliver in my business. And I want that relationship with my clients. Really, the lean back part came about, and you and I talked about this, is there's just this misconception in this online world that you do these launches, you do a sales page, you put together your funnel, and the millions are going to come. Well, I'm, I mean, it's, I don't, I'm going to call crap on that. It's going to say I'm going to call another word, but I'm going to be a plight on this one. I'm going to call crap on that. These businesses, it comes down to you have to know how to operate a business. You have to come in and you've got to do some strategic planning. You need to be able to do a SWOT analysis. You need to really be able to understand your financials. You have to know how to be a business owner. When I stopped and I really looked at it and said, you looked at my business model, looked at my why, looked at my purpose, looked at the vision, the three to five year, 
do I really need this million dollar company? No, I learn can learn how to operate a lean business with the right people in the right seats and make an impact. And this is how I can take care of my family and I can build my dreams and my legacy. That's where I had to lean back and remove the noise. Yeah. Because sometimes you think you're running for something when you actually don't even need it. Yeah. You know, you're a, you're a team expert among other things. I was chatting with, we had dinner. I'm trying to think, when did I have this conversation? I, Sean and I had dinner with another couple that lives close by to us and they are in business together. And we were at dinner and she said, um, we were talking about this. We were talking about like the launch model and all those things. And she goes, one of my, one of her one-on-one clients did a million dollars last year. And you want to know how much she actually took home? $100,000. And I looked at my friend and I was like, what on earth? I was like, what was she doing? And she goes, she has way too many team members, way too many team members, overpaying, like all the things. How often do you see that when you go into a company and they're making whatever they're making in revenue, but then they're like barely taking anything home. Do you see like team being one of those big issues? It, it absolutely is. And it's so much, I see more of that, honestly, with collaborating with other online business owners and where it's, you know, they're showing up online and it's like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then we just get into a conversation like this. And it's like, Hey, what are you doing with your family? What are you doing with your life? I'm working all the time. And then it comes down to where it's like, I haven't paid myself. I'm not making any money. And I sit there and I'm like, wow, like, Okay. That's, and as a business coach, I'm like that. All right. You've got some issues there. You have to work on that. You're, and that's where you're talking about. You show up online, but then it's like, you're in debt up to your eyeballs. Well, that is that really the legacy that you want to build for me with the clients that I work with? Um, you know, this, as, as I said, service-based, a lot of it is really, it's going to come down to scaling from that multiple six figures seven figures and multiple seven figures, it comes down to the team you have in place. So typically what I see is the margins are going to be higher. They don't have the right talent. They don't even know how to communicate their expectations and support and lead and optimize a team. So what they think the best thing to do is let's just up their pay. Let's up their pay because I'm going to get a better result. And that is absolutely what I see. Yeah. Up their pay or just get rid of them and go. It's just like a revolving door. It's just like hiring, constantly hiring and firing. Yeah. I see that a lot. All right. So I know, I know you personally, Laura, and you know, I don't, I'm not like in your house every single day, but you're a wife, you're a mom of more than one kid. You got multiple kids and they're, most of your kids are older. Are they all in their twenties or do you have teenagers? Yeah, we are. So my youngest, so we're a blended family. So I have an 18-year-old and I have a 22-year-old. And I am the bonus mom of a 17-year-old and a 20-year-old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're they're all like young adults. They're all young adults. Uh-huh. Young yeah. Adults. Love that. Yeah. Love that. You know, something that most of us do not talk about online, especially those of us who are in the business consulting and coaching category, people like know that we're moms. They know that we have a husband. They know that we have kids like they know those things, but we don't talk very personally about any of the challenges and just like everyday life that is going on. And you are, you do, 
Um, I've read a lot of your posts. You're like very forthcoming about some of the things that you and your husband are navigating and you and your kids are navigating. And that's just like normal. I mean, we're not all going through the exact same thing as a family, but we all have family dynamics. And like many of us, like we work from home, we are under the same roof with our spouse. I mean, I don't, are, is, does your husband work out of the home or in the home? Out of the home. Yeah. Out of the home. Okay. Well, I got mine oh, here excuse with me. So 20. sorry. Nope. No, he works at home with me. Okay. Yes, yeah. So you and I have both. Yep. It's like, we're working under the same roof. You are doing life under the same roof. And it's like, you're under the same roof 24 seven. So of course those things are going to play a role and it can also take you out of the game, right? It's very easy for life stuff that we are navigating and managing and handling or are surprised by, or didn't expect it could literally take you completely out. So do you mind sharing to whatever degree you feel comfortable, just some of your own like family dynamics and the reality of what it's like to be mom, to be wife, to be business owner when it's not always pretty? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So when I had talked about like, we, you know, we kind of keep going back to it, but the lean back and I talked about the content, you know, that's a challenge of mine because it is important for me to show up authentically and where, you know, in this, this last, you know, couple of months or maybe other times in our, our life, I have really struggled with writing the content because I want it to come from me and writing the content to attract these ideal clients. And you want to show up that it's like, yes, I I'm doing well, I'm thriving. Everything's going great, but it's not, you know, I, I put a post up. I think I said, I might not be thriving, but you know what? I'm surviving. And that's the best that I can do at this moment. And where I would get challenged with is like, for us, you know, we have a um, couple of things. My bonus son, we have a special needs um, child. So he is autistic. And then we also, we have the mental health challenges in our family and especially navigating, if anybody's familiar, especially navigating through the teenage years and the young adult years, you know, that's when a lot of things start to come out and you're really starting to understand like what, you know, where are the struggles? How, what's the support system that we need to put in place? So we've had many moments. I can even take it back to my first month in business. Literally my first month in business, we had a huge, you know, family emergency that had happened, but I still needed to show up and I still needed to balance. So for me, what I have, you know, what I found, like how I kind of broke through this last one is talking about the challenges at home, talking about mental health or mental illness, you know, that we have talking about navigating teenage years, talking about my daughter has, you know, she graduated early, went to aesthetic school. We got that going on is how spinning it to where, how do I still show up for my business? It's hard, but this is how I balance. I, you know, I'm not going to look gorgeous on every single picture. I'm going to have circles under my eyes. I'm not going to have as much makeup on, you know, I'm going to talk to you about that. You know, we have struggled with this and as a working professional, I've taken these steps to help. I've you know, I've done this with my calendar. I serve my clients. It has really put me into a position though. I have been able, cause I focus on team. 
I have been able to attract clients to me that they're struggling with mental health challenges in the workforce. And they might be struggling with that as a parent. And they're like, Laura, I have no idea how to show up for my business. I have no idea how to even normalize this conversation. So for me, it allows me the opportunity that when you come into my space, when you come into the environment, I am going to share more intimate personal details on how I get through it because I want to teach you as a leader that how do we compartmentalize? We're not, you know, our life outside of work has to be parallel to our life inside of work. How do we compartmentalize? How do we process? How do we prioritize running the business, but taking care of our family and taking care of ourselves? Because otherwise the this candle's going to burn out at both ends of the stick. So it honestly sharing my challenges, our family challenges and and being an example. And really that's where we lean on our faith. You know, God gets us through everything. He never gives us more than we can handle. It has allowed me to elevate myself as a business professional, Megan. And it's really allowed me to elevate my mission and the business and what we do. Yeah. Well, there's something about the way, I mean, I read all of your stuff. So I see what you're sharing on social media about, you know, some of the family dynamics and how you're navigating that alongside your business. And look, we're not saying that a lot of people should be talking about this stuff because they're not talking about it, but you talk about it in a way that it's actually almost like part of your brand because you just talk about it. Like it's, it's part of what you're experiencing and how you're Again, like managing and navigating life and business simultaneously, because it's not like you're shutting one off to do another. You can't go back and forth like that. But then there are other examples out there where people, it's almost like, I don't know if it's, it just sounds like it's coming from a very different place. We'll just say that it's coming from a very different place. What I'm interested in is your perspective on how much of what's going on in the personal life do we weave into our entire overall brand as a business person, because there are very different mm-hmm. uh, perspectives on that. It, some marketing and branding people say you shouldn't be talking about all that stuff, right? Like you're selling a product, you're selling a service. Why are you talking about all these things? What's your perspective on that? Because it's to your point, yeah. it's actually serving as an inroad for certain people to be very attracted to you as a mentor a consultant and a leader to come into their business because they may be experiencing something relatively similar. Then they see you as a really good match personally and also professionally because of your expertise and what you're bringing to the table. What's your perspective on, on this conversation? Oh gosh. You know, I think first and foremost, it comes down to your mindset. And I hope that I never show up this way. You can definitely tell me is that Because what I see on social media is that if we're sharing some challenges that we're going through, it's coming from a a victim perspective, right? It's like, everything is going wrong and this happened and this happened. I don't have that mindset at all. There is not, there is a reason why God chose me to be the mother of my children there is a reason. So for me as well, too, you know, I work with small business owners. I believe that small business is the heart of change in the world. There is a reason I became a mom at 18 years old. There is a reason that I have, you know, I've been through a divorce. There's a reason why I have been through the things that I have been through because 
I, I first, I don't know what my story is exactly right. Only he knows this journey. We just go along with it. And I try to stay obedient to that is that my experiences are here to help somebody else feel normal. My experiences and I share them and I share them from small business owners. My parents run successful small businesses. I have seen the impact that they've made in lives. Small business owners have can either change the tra- trajectory positively or negatively somebody's life when you're bringing every one of these team members into your business. And I have worked with small business owners that have positively influenced in some, you know, where I was like, okay, this is not in alignment. So the sharing aspect of it is that as a team, when we're building these companies and building these legacies, you're you're growing your family and sharing the stories of, okay, this is the challenge. I am not a victim at all. It sucks sometimes, really, really sucks. But you know what? There's a silver lining right here. This is the lesson that I learned from it. This is what made me stronger. This is what made our family stronger. This is how we can serve others and help them. So if they get into this challenging time, it's not that we're abnormal. And I think it really comes down to that. I I honestly do. If I ever had a day that I was feeling like a woe is me, we all haven't like oh man, is it ever like, are we going to catch a break here? Like what's happening? You're, you're not going to see me sharing that because to me, I take responsibility on whatever I share publicly. That's a transformation of my energy, my feelings to another individual. So I want it to be a transformation as, you know, showing healing, showing evolution, you know, showing the why behind all of it, not just, life is hard. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm taking it. I'm closing my business down. I mean, we hear everything. I got into a bad partnership. I did this. No, that's not how we need to be talking. What are the solutions? What are the steps that you took? How did it positively impact your life? How did it help your family and your business? How did it help your uh, clients for crying out loud? That's who we're serving. That to me is the difference. And that's really what I see online as well, too, is just if I read a post and I get that negative energy, that feeling, it's like, scroll, keep going. Like that person's got some issues. Like go work on that. Show me the solution. Show me, show me something positive. That's what we need in the world. Yeah. I love that. And I think this is also an important conversation. I'm interested to hear how you uh, train and lead the leaders you work with, because you're working with leaders who have teams. And obviously mm-hmm. our teams, all of us have team members and they are made up of people. I mean, one of my team members is 30 weeks pregnant right now. She's got a, I think four-year-old and, and the four-year-old is a home because she doesn't do daycare and she's 30 weeks pregnant. That's a life dynamic that, you know, life does not look identical every single day for her. One day she may have extreme morning sickness. The next day she may be fine. Her husband also works. Uh, she, she's going to be, um, he works on pipelines. So they sometimes have to pack their whole house up and like move literally like halfway across the country. That's a lot going on, but yet she still shows up with a smile on her face. She's always on time. She's always getting things done at the same time. I know about all those things going on in her life. We talk about it. We talk about, I want to know about those things going on, but I would love to hear, you know, how do you teach or train or guide your clients who are leaders and owners of companies to navigate 
these types of challenges we're talking about because our team members are people. They have their own families. They have their own issues. They have their own like, you know, life happens stuff that goes on. And a lot of leaders don't find that easy to navigate. They just want to like fire, you know, blame it on the person. They're not stacking up for this reason, that reason, and the other. And I'm not saying we need to excuse all sorts of behavior either from teams, but I think Mm -hmm. you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. How do you help your leaders navigate team members and people who life is occurring to all the time? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we do. So one of the things I'm really passionate about is like teaching multiple multiple generations on how to work together in the workplace. So a lot of our clients that we work with, we might have a, a Gen Z popping in. And then we've got a, you know, the millennial generation that's managing this Gen Z and we're all working together and there are major generational differences between everyone. So a lot of what we focus on is we're, you know, we're very, our mission is to build these empathetic workplaces is when it comes down to understanding your North Star, right? And first it starts with each position within the organization. What is the purpose of that role? It is not a job description. It doesn't just go black and white. This person's supposed to do this, 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 and grow this much in sales. No, what is the purpose and how do they fit into the organizational structure and how do they fit into going towards the North Star? Then from there is, it really comes down to who is leading them. Because for instance, like we focus on the business owners, their strengths, their weaknesses, what role do they want to play in their company? They have to understand that. They can't expect their team to understand that for them and be able to answer that question. And that's what a lot of them do. So when we come up with, okay, who is the person leading them? Now you might have some weaknesses, Megan, that maybe they're also a weakness of your team member. Okay, well, how do we navigate through that? This is an opportunity for both of you. You know, let's put some tools in place here for that. So really just, understanding one different generations communication style what is the position who are we looking for how do we support them and really taking this holistic approach to learn each one of the team members so we do a lot of personality assessments and i want to know you know what are megan's limitations what are megan's strengths what is an ideal or favorable environment for you so if you are going to go move your family across, you know, the United States and we're also doing a locate or we're doing a launch and we've got tons of, you know, stress, it's all heightened. How are you going to be in that in unfavorable environment and how do I support you? So a lot of um, we focus a lot on emo- building our emotional intelligence, building our skills, uh, communication at the end of the day. I it really comes down to the foundation of all of it. And right now, especially with what we've been through the last two to three years, a lot of people are lacking even just understanding how to connect with another human. So it's like getting back to that. What are the questions that we would ask? You know, how do we create this team, this operational cadence to where we know when our team meetings are and what's the purpose and what do we want to walk away with? And what are the expectations? And if you're, she's 30 weeks pregnant, she needs to take time off. Well, great. Do we trust her that she's going to get the job done and she might work a couple of hours on Saturday? Well, then how do we create that environment? And business owners that I have found that really need to level up in their leadership, where 
they need to level up in their leadership. But honestly, Megan, they really need to level up in their confidence and their confidence in running the business and their confidence of bringing somebody in. So like, I always tell them when I'm teaching the interview, I say, there's two questions I want you to think about. Where do I fit in on their journey? And where do you fit in on theirs? Or wait, where, you know what I mean? Anyways, you're both fitting in on each other's journey through this purpose. So business owner, you might have one to three years with this individual. What impact do you plan to make? And what impact do you need from them to grow your legacy? You know, and if they don't have the confidence it, it comes in the form of micromanaging. It comes in the form of, well, I hired this person. I'm paying them, you know, 50,000 a year and they need to be doing this, this, and this and available all the time. Well, no, that's not the case. They are an employee. They're a family member. They're a team member. They're not a business owner like you. So lots of, uh, lots of assessments, a lot of conversations just like this, a lot of getting back to the why, taking this holistic approach and just really understanding human behavior at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So with the work that I do, you know, I go in and I consult companies that have large scale, like medium to large size scale group coaching programs, like group programs, transformational programs, certification programs, you know, large communities that they're serving at one time as clients. And I go in and I do a whole audit of their program and and structure and format and delivery. And we're working on retention, experience, client results, and elevating all those things. Once I get in and get behind the scenes, I start noticing that exactly what you're talking about, leadership, CEO leadership, and team are really like the biggest issues going on. And so what I'm 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 going to be I I'm, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about this. From my perspective and obviously I'm not being brought in for the purpose of team. I see it once I get in it's like, "Oh, well this is obvious what's going on here." And I hear a lot of leaders who again, like just expect that team members should come in and they should know what to do. And I hear a lot of CEOs who do not want to spend any amount of time guiding, training, leading, coaching, and facilitating growth among the team. I hear constant comments that are in the category of being highly frustrated with team. And again, I'm not being brought in on the for the purpose of team, but it's almost like they don't even realize, they don't even have an awareness that as the leader, they might actually be the problem and the solution. It's just, it's a whole lot of blaming the team. So obviously people are hiring you to come in for team. So How does someone, like, what does someone need to be aware of who's a business owner with a team that, like, what do they need to be aware of so that they actually reach out to you to bring you in? Because if they're just blaming the team, I mean, is that how you get in, Laura? Like, you're just blaming your team. It's your team's fault. But then that person has to be open to actually being receptive to being the leader and the coach and the guide and having team meetings and setting outcomes and 
learning about their team members on a personal life. You've got to be very willing to step up your game massively to lead a team. So how does someone recognize that they could benefit from someone like you? What do they need to be aware of? Yeah, it's, I mean, you hit it on the head right there. It's self-awareness. I, you know, I say this right in, we talked about like my sales approach, my consultation. It's really this. I want to get to know you. I want to, you know, when I start hearing the blame game, that's when I'm going to start asking some more questions. If the business owner views their company as, well, I started this company and I'm going to hire somebody they need to figure out right there. We're just not the right fit. <laughs> it's just like, uh, like not me. Uh, we're not the right fit for each other. What, where the starting point is, and we do an audit, same exact thing, which we start peeling back the onion. And that's where the business owner is able to look back and say, oh my word, yes, I have very much negatively impacted my business this way. I have positively impacted my team and my business this way. And that's where we have to focus on. What are your strengths? What do you want to show up as as the CEO? It's okay if you don't want to be in any daily operations, but how do you show up for your team? And so with that, when we're looking at it, it's self-awareness. You really, as a business owner, want to look at your business and look at your team and say, and look at your North Star and your vision. I want to show up. I want to build a company that makes an impact, not only in the lives of all of our clients, but I do that in the lives of my team members. I want my team members to go home. I want them to be happy. I want them to have great marriages and relationships. And I want them to have time to focus on their hobbies. I want them to take a vacation because I know that when they are more balanced, more fulfilled, and more happy, my company is going to grow. And at that moment too, the business owner really needs to stop and and identify maybe somebody does need to come off the team and maybe it's them. Maybe they need to get fired from a job so that we can put the right people in place and we can stop being that barrier that holds them back. And what ends up happening is your company continues to scale and it grows. And then that's where it's that self-awareness to say, okay, the company isn't just about me. The company is about this, you know, this little golden star that I created but it really, the legacy is to be built and multiplied through multiple team members. And, you know, bringing me in is they've identified, Laura, I don't really know how to coach. I don't know how to have these conversations. I don't know how to, you know, assess their time and see if they're, you know, if they're managing their time well, if they're completing projects, can you please help me? And that's where I come in as that mentor, as that coach. And that's where you invest in outside resources, which really becomes your employee value proposition of your company. That's your benefits package that your team now has a coaching program or a mentorship program. And that brings them back to the business. Yeah. Do you find it's different to lead a team member that might be a full-time employee versus part-time versus a contractor? Do you, do you navigate those relationships differently or lead them differently? Well, a contractor and employee should be navigated differently right from the beginning. And that's where, especially in the online space, it doesn't happen so much with clients that we work with, but obviously we do extensive HR training. There is a fine line between a W-2 employee and a contractor and that those lines get blurred a lot. So for us, we focus primarily on, um, in, on W-2 employees. 
or part-time, again, it comes back to, we have to be so clear on what their role is and how do they, you know, how are they helping to contribute to the organization? You might find that, for instance, like your team member, maybe she got to a situation where life has changed and for her to really reach her maximum potential, she really can only handle 28 hours a week. And what ends up happening is we reduced the work hours. We, you know, we are still working towards the names, the North Star, but actually her output then increases. So then you're looking at it to say, okay, great. So this part-time employee brings value in this area. This is how we measure their success. This is how we, you know, recourse correct if we need to versus a full-time employee. So there's really not much difference, difference there, but a contractor you're hiring a contractor to be an expert. That's not your employee. There's, you know, that mentorship, that coaching, that development, that's, you know, they're a part of your business, but there's lines that you, you know, you do not want to cross. It's, they're really the ones that are calling the shots on things. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard historically the last few years, that is a huge challenge people have because their team is made up of a lot of contractors and mm-hmm. the the business owner is just highly frustrated with what's being delivered. Um, yeah. And, you know, they may have some part-timers or full-timers and it's different. So we well, need a lot of help. Back to this. Yeah. But it, what does it go back to, right? As the business owner, you have to know what you expect and you have to be able to communicate that. So if we are not able to effectively communicate, you and I were talking about this earlier, the deliverables. If you are not able to effectively communicate the deliverables, you know, what do you expect for the outcome? This is when you're available. This is when you expect the contract to be done by. This is what you expect the availability to be. Well, if we are effectively communicating right from the beginning, then we're just setting ourselves up for frustration because. Yeah. They can't pull it out of their brain. And I think like you talk about this a lot too is, and definitely give me, you know, I'd love to hear your perspective on this. A lot of business owners don't understand the difference in adult learning styles. And it's that cookie cutter approach that here you go. This is the job. This is how you do it. Well, we might have multiple different learners on our team and they're, you know, how fast they're going to be able to comprehend and, and be able to be solo on their own might look different for different people. So if we need to have, you know, we've got that kinesthetic learner and we're just, you know, shooting, giving them speaking at them over and over and over, it's the process time. They're not able to understand it. And that's where a lot of business owners get stuck. Yeah. I see that because, you know, I'm helping people in their programs with their clients and it's the same with the client base right? Mm -hmm. Like you've got a group of adults. Yes. And we all know that we have to take a hundred percent responsibility. We know we have to show up and do the work. And at the same time, you can't actually serve and teach every single one of your clients in the exact same way. It's not, it's never Mm going to work. It's never going to work. So it's the same thing you're talking about with teams, the same thing that I do with training my clients to work with their clients and better serve their clients. It's the same stuff. It's the same stuff because we're, you're dealing with people. You have to understand you're not dealing with machines and robots. Not everybody was like built the exact same way. 
And this is where it comes down to hiring the right people, especially in your service delivery. Because my, um, I have an amazing team member, absolutely adore her. We have had a lot of coaching, a lot of development this last year, and it has been a learning curve. She would openly share with everybody. It's been a learning curve with her that, you know, she is a, we do, like I said, we do personality assessments. And actually, we talked about this. She is very structured, like her SOPs, like the operations, like crossing all her T's, dotting her I's. Amazing. She thrives in that type of environment. Service delivery is not that type of environment all the time. You have to be able to like connect with your client. You have to be able to understand, you know, I've I've been in coaching programs and you and I have talked about this. If you're just putting so much on the client, you're always available. There's no time for implementation. We've got way too many action items. We create a stressful environment for them. So how do you meet the client where they are? How do you move them through your coaching process strategically to where we're not bringing, you know, we're not overwhelming them. So for her, it's it's been, taken a lot of mentorship. It's taken a lot of different scenarios. It's taken a lot of you watch me, I watch you, we do it together. And if you hire somebody who their favorable environment isn't that where they can, you know, that's the ebbs and flows and they can flex and situational adaptability, they're going to have a really hard time servicing the clients, especially in a group coaching program. And then you got the bigger issue, which is what you help them with is now we don't have satisfied clients and Mm. we've got clients that are overwhelmed and now we're not renewing them and getting referrals and things like that. So it is, it's so crucial for the business owner to really understand who is the right person for the right seat and what tools do they need so that I can grow the company. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with team and clients. It's the same stuff. It is. All the same stuff. Yeah. That's why we awesome. love chatting. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. We see it in a, in the same way, really, you know, mm-hmm. awesome, Laura. Well, it's been fabulous to have you on and hear your perspective yeah. on all things life and business and really the integration of both of those and recognizing that our team members, just like our clients, they're also human beings. And the way that we are coaching and leading and mentoring them and and structuring how they really fit into our culture and our community, it does have to be very flexible depending on the person that we're talking to, the person that we're across the table from. So thank you so much for coming on and chatting. And if people want to get to know a little bit more about you, about your work, where is the best place to find you and follow you and get to know more about you? Yeah, and I would be appreciative and love that. So any social media, Laura Workman, and my website is lauraworkman.com. Very easy. Love to connect with everybody. And thank you so much, Megan. This has been a blast. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.